I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. And if you're in no contact, focused on personal growth, my creative healing course is filled with hours of exclusive content. Available now at AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And today we're going to be talking about avoidant personality disorder. So this is going to be different than an avoidant attachment style. A little bit. And we're going to explain why, but it's going to give you some more understanding of people that are avoidant and maybe why they are that exactly. way. Yes. Uh, but I, before we start, I just want to let you know that if you want to get our coaching personally, you can do that on my website, AskCraig.net. You can get a Skype or an email coaching by me or a Skype coaching with Margaret. Absolutely. So, Margaret, what is avoidant personality disorder? Because this is different. Yes. And I don't think we can say enough about avoidant because we hear it every other case at least. Okay. When we talk about avoidant attachment style, it's just that. It's a description of an attachment style. But there is also a diagnosis, a formal DSM Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders um, diagnosis for avoidant personality disorder. Okay? And personality disorders are kind of long-term long ways we look at the world. The one we've talked about the most often is borderline. But avoidant personality disorder is another one. And it gives us more, more ways to think about why people might be avoidant. Okay? Okay. Avoidant personality disorder is characterized by feelings of extreme social inhibition, inadequacy, and sensitivity to negative criticism and rejection. Yet the symptoms involve more than simply being shy or socially awkward. Avoidant personality disorder causes significant problems that affect the ability to interact with others and maintain relationships in day-to-day -day life. Now, they say about 1% of the general population has avoidant personality disorder. That's all over the place. Some people say it's 5% or 6%. Um, it's more than 1% would be my feeling. Mm -hmm. All right. So here are the formal symptoms of an avoidant personality disorder. Okay. Everybody's there. Right? Everybody They're ready? Ready. They're, they got ready. their pens. On the edge of their chairs. Avoiding work, social, or school activities for fear of criticism or rejection. It may feel as if you are frequently unwelcome in social situations, even when that is not the case. Okay? Um, this is because people with avoidant personality disorder have a low threshold for criticism and often imagine themselves to be inferior to others. Okay? Low self-esteem. I was going to say it sounds like you almost have no self-esteem. Mm -hmm. All right? And oftentimes these people will self-isolate. Mm -hmm. Okay, so. And this also feels like depression. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, you avoid the world and you're bound to get a bit bummed out by that. 
but you can certainly have avoidant personality and depression. In fact, that would be a normal response to be depressed about this. Okay, so, okay, so when in social situations, the person is often afraid to speak up for fear of saying the wrong thing, blushing, stammering, or otherwise embarrassing themselves. Okay? Um, and I've certainly worked with people like that. I'm sure you have as well. Sure. In yeah, fact, we course. probably worked with some of the same people who were, were like that. A person who has an avoidant personality disorder is aware of being uncomfortable in social situations and often feels socially inept. Despite this self-awareness, comments by others about your shyness or nervousness in social settings may feel like the criticism or rejection you were scared about in the first place. Okay? This is especially true if you are teased, even in a good-natured way, about your avoidance of social situations. Okay? Now I can think of people that I've worked with who, you know, would not go out with the group on Friday to mm -hmm. get a beer, or all people who don't have lunch with anybody else. I mean, those people are around. And sometimes people think they're snobs or they're just standoffish, when in fact they're totally uncomfortable and afraid of embarrassing themselves. The social impact of avoidant personality disorder, you can probably already guess. Avoidant personality disorder causes fear of rejection that often makes it difficult to connect with other people. You may be hesitant to seek out friendships unless you are certain that the other person will like you. Okay, so in order to even risk it a little bit, you already have to have the sense that somebody's going to like you. All right? Maybe because you have great recipes or, you know, you're a Yankees fan and so are they or, you know, some other major important thing in your life. Mm -hmm. Okay? Um, when you are involved in a relationship, you may be afraid to share personal information or talk about your feelings. This can make it difficult to maintain intimate or close relationships with anyone, friends or lovers, or even the people you work with. Okay? According to the American Psychiatric Associations, I already named that book, I won't do it again, <laughs> a person diagnosed with avoidant personality disorder needs to show at least four of the following criteria. Okay, so that's important to understand this, is that when someone is trying to diagnose, they're, they're going to be looking right. for four, right? Mm -hmm. They have to have four out of six. There are, there are six of them listed here. You need to have four of them if you'd like to be this diagnosis. <laughs> Which I'm not sure anybody wants no, to be this diagnosis. No, I don't diagnosis. think anybody would. Avoids occupational activities that involve significant interpersonal contact because of fears of criticism, disapproval, or rejection. Mm -hmm. And what you hear at work is so-and-so is a team player or so-and-so someone else does best with a project that they do by themselves. Okay? Mm -hmm. I think we've probably all run into that. All right. Um, the next criterion is unwilling to get involved with people unless they are certain of being liked. And it's pretty hard to be certain. You can have a, a good idea that this person's going to like you and you're going to like them, but yeah. you can't be sure. Okay. Next one shows restraint within intimate relationships because of the fear of being shamed or ridiculed. So this person always thinks if you got to know me and found out what I was really like, you wouldn't like me. 
Mm -hmm. Okay. Hush and I think that's a big point right there because that's one that I don't think we talk about too much is the fear of being shamed or ridiculed. Exactly. Yeah. And so if you expose what you're really like, and that's what we're talking about when we talk about vulnerability and feeling like it's not safe to be vulnerable. So you're afraid that if you show, you know, some of your weaknesses or some of your oddities or strange beliefs or tastes that you're going to be ridiculed or shamed. Yeah. And that's a t there's nothing on earth worse than being shamed. Ridiculed is not funny either, no pun intended. But, you know, being shamed, feeling little and embarrassed and feeling like you're not enough. Okay? Next criterion is preoccupied with being criticized or rejected in social situations. In other words, this person wouldn't go anywhere without making an evaluation of how likely it is they'll be judged. Wow. At a certain function. Yeah. Okay. That would be overwhelming. It really would be. It would be a terrible way to live. Yeah. Um, and a lonely way to live. And here's the last one. Is unusually reluctant to take personal risks or to engage in any new activities because they may prove embarrassing. I don't want to try playing bocce ball um, because I just know I won't be good at it and everyone will laugh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Sounds almost paralyzing. Yes, it really does. It sounds absolutely terrible. And, I, I th you know, you hear people say, I don't like my myself very much or my self-esteem isn't good. But I think sometimes we don't understand the magnitude of what they're saying. You know, and this gives us a little glimpse into that. Yeah. Avoidant behavior may commonly be seen in children or adolescents, but a diagnosis of a personality disorder cannot be made in childhood because, because shyness, fear of strangers, and social awkwardness or being sensitive to criticism are often a normal part of child and adolescent development. In other words, you, you can't conclude that a child has this. Um, you have to be over 18 and have showed these traits for a while. And there are many diagnoses like that. Absolutely, yes. Any personality disorder cannot be diagnosed until you're 18 or older. Okay? Treatments for avoidant personality. As with other personality disorders, a mental health professional can design a treatment plan that is appropriate for you. Avoidant personality disorder treatments vary, but they will likely include talk therapy. A group, of course, would be wonderful um, once these people have started to feel a little better. That would be, yeah, a big... But remember, everybody would be in the same boat. <laughs> I don't dare tell you how An my week was, group. Craig. Craig, you might laugh at me. And I, I suspect a good trauma therapist... Absolutely. ...is really the, Absolutely. The, what you'd need here. Right. You can also have a co coexisting condition, which you just asked a minute ago, such as depression or anxiety, okay? And if you have either of those, sometimes medication will help, all right? But for any personality disorder, um, it's difficult to connect. Personality disorders are really about attachment wounds, okay? So um, if you're willing to do talk therapy, that will help a whole lot. And if you have something that would respond to medication, that would be good, too. Other mental health disorders can occur along with avoidant personality disorder. Treatment in these cases will be designed to help with symptoms of each disorder. Um, oftentimes, people think you have social phobia, and that's not quite what it is. It's avoidant personality disorder. Mm -hmm. All right. This sounds more intense. Yes, it really does.
Many avoidant personality disorder symptoms are commonly shared among some of these other conditions, particularly in the case of generalized social anxiety. These, these conditions can be easily confused, but the, the outstanding one for avoidant personality disorder is the terrible fear that if you get to know me, you will not like me, and I will feel ashamed and embarrassed if I reveal myself to you. And that feels like a very, very deep wound. Yes, it does. It feels like a very, very deep it wound. It feels like a rejection from a yeah, parent. That's right. And that's the bottom line. It feels like a rejection from a parent. Now, when we've talked about avoidant, avoidant issues before, um, we've usually said that the major fear of the avoidant um, is being smothered or controlled. Mm -hmm. And that's a slightly different concept from this. Um, this is afraid to even be known for fear that it will be shameful for you. Okay? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So being avoidant overall is not a good thing or a good sign for how your life is going. And but it any, was a survival mechanism, I think. It was I a think. survival mechanism when you were a kid, right? Yeah. Like she said in the letter to her mind, you're using the survival mechanisms you used as a kid. Now, if you think about, what if you live in a crazy family and people yell at each other and fight and throw things? It would be a good idea to withdraw to your room or any corner you could find, <laughs> yeah. right? And not come out again. Yeah. And, um, you know, that's how it goes with everything. But I thought it was an interesting new way to consider what gets in people's way of getting close to other people. Yeah. All right. I think it was a helpful article. Yeah. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed this one. I hope so. But there, there are more reasons for why people can be avoiding. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. So think about this one and see if it feels like you have many of these issues. I mean, I don't think... Most of the people that are watching this video will be diagnosed with this. No. So but, be careful about but, trying to self-diagnose this. Yeah, but you may have traits of this. And the bottom line for any avoidant issue is to very slowly take risks. Maybe I will get to know the person I work with who's always so pleasant when she walks by my desk. She kind of seems to like me already. So maybe it would be okay to have a five-minute conversation with her. Okay, or there's somebody who's been trying to date me forever. Maybe I could have a short coffee with them. I wouldn't want to stay too long, <laughs> but maybe I could have. You know, I'll get a small cup. Yeah, maybe I could. Maybe <laughs> I could have one cup. Okay, you make very slow changes so you don't scare yourself to death. Okay. Okay. Good stuff. Uh, make sure you put a thumbs up on there and subscribe to the channel. And of course, if you want to get our help personally, just go to my website, askcraig.net. You could sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coaching and I do Skype. And Margaret, of course, is available for Skype coaching. If you feel that I can be helpful to you, please sign up. And she's very helpful. So <laughs> Thank you. just click on Margaret on the top of the website. That's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And we will talk with you soon. To get my help personally, Go to AskCraig.net and click on Schedule Coaching and choose the option that works best for you. I do email coaching or Skype. To schedule a coaching with Margaret, click on Margaret on the top of the page and order a Skype with her. For the Knowledge Creative Healing course, click on the link at the top of the page and click Get Started Now.